Yo, what it do? It is your boy, Keep It Lou. Another fire episode we're bringing to you guys, episode four. Uh, we're doing this episode digitally this week uh, due to personal reasons, but we're going to continue to deliver that content. Yo, Keep It Juan, you ready? I'm ready, man. Let's do it. Bring it that same intensity. Let's go. Let's go. Yo, so let's, uh, this episode, we're going to try to... We're going to just stick to strictly basketball. We're going to just try to stick to only talking NBA just because of how exciting the the bubble has been. The bubble hasn't been – no one would even thought the bubble was going to be this exciting, right? For sure, man, for sure. I'm having a blast watching those games every day, four or five games a day. Oh, man, it's like heaven. Yeah, bro. I mean, I, I, I'm at work sometimes. and It's uh like, say, for example, I work an all-day shift. Um I'm bummed out because I'm damn man. I'm here all day, and then I go. I'm on Instagram or on Twitter, and then I come across an NBA uh, account talking about oh, first game starts at like one thirty or two o'clock or something like that. I'm like lit. Got the iPad charged up, ready to go. So um, we're excited about it. Um, we know all the other basketball heads are excited about it. So you know what I mean. Like let's just talk strictly basketball. Why not, right? Yeah, man. All right, bro. So I mean. As of today, actually, um, which is some exciting news, some great news, just continues to show how much of a great league this this NBA is um, and how much of a great commissioner Adam Silver is. Um, no, no positive tests for COVID in the whole entire bubble. How do you how do you feel about that? Man, that's that's great news. That's great news. It's been what a little bit. A little bit about a month and a half, I will say. A month, month and a half. Yeah. Since the season started and having no COVID, positive COVID test results, that's great news. It means the players are really taking care of themselves and the NBA definitely has a plan um, in place. Um, man, they just keep it up, bro. I'm super excited. I'm, I'm hoping it stays like that for the rest of the the rest of the, the seeding games, the rest of the playoffs. Um, I don't know if they're still going to do for the playoffs if they're going to be able to bring their families over. But I say if this is working, you keep it the way it is, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there, there, there's no reason, there's no reason to like mess it up now. I mean, it's been working. You know, the day, the day by day basis. You know, I'm actually, I, I've been really intrigued in watching, um, you know, Javale McGee and uh, Matisse Thybul. You know, they have a in their YouTube channels, they have, um, you know, Life on the Bubble series and stuff like that. And I've actually been really intrigued, been catching up on those, and um, the way they have them, like, have them scheduled, how how they have them set up. You know, it's it's uh, it just shows that the NBA was ready. They they took their time. You know, um, they never rushed into it. Uh, once they had a plan set and ready to go, that's when they executed, and that's why it's been nothing but successful as of as and, of late. Yeah, and that goes all the, that goes back to the top and Adam Silver, great commissioner, best commissioner out of all out of all major sports. So kudos to him, man. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, and man, let's uh. As um, Magic fans, bro. Oh I mean, my god! I think I think we're kind of. Do we really have to talk about this? 
I mean, it, it, it's news, you know, and this is this is what we do uh, in this podcast. We talk sports news and all that good stuff. But, yo, bro, I mean, let me tell you this. Look, I was it was Sunday. <laughs> I, I'm like talking about it like as if it was a breakup or something. It was Sunday. I was heart, I was stuck at work. I was supposed to get off at six. We were supposed to close the store at six. I got caught up with some work. And I was still there, but I was watching the game, and I was watching that play, that specific play, bro. And once I saw that, and I saw him go up, and that, and the way he let go of that ball, I was like, "That's not good." I was like, I, I put my hand, I put my hands like right covering my eyes and shit. Like I was like, "No!" I was like, "No, no, no!" And then once and was, I looked back, I saw him holding it was the same knee. I was like, "Oh shit." Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what's crazy? That that shit brought me back to when Derrick Rose got hurt, bro. Yeah. You look, if you look at Derrick Rose when he tore his ACL, and you look when Isaac tore his ACL, it was literally almost the same exact play, except Derrick Rose was coming from the right-hand side. Mm-hmm. Isaac was coming from the left-hand side. But the way they landed, bro, you could tell, unfortunately, you know, hopeful, uh, prayers for, to, for Jonathan Isaac and hopefully, ho- hoping for, for a speedy recovery. But man, it, it was rough, man. That that tore any hope that I had. You know, I mean, it, it was a long shot, anyways. Knowing knowing that we had to face either the Raptors or the Bucks, but just not having the presence of Isaac just put the whole team's morality, like 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 the whole moral of the team, just went downhill, bro. Yeah, I mean, look. Yesterday we played. You know, as the recording of the podcast being the fifth of August, um, we played the Pacers yesterday. Um, I, I remember putting, putting the iPad up at work, um, about to turn on the game and I tell my coworker, uh, shout out Jay. Um, and I tell him, I'm like, dude, I really hope that this game, we, we show that the injury didn't affect us, but it, I was like the first, the first half, the first, like the first half of the first quarter, I was like, that's going to determine how the game's going to go. And sure enough, bro, it, it it happened. I told them, I was like, look, bro. I'm like, look at the way they're playing. And then, you know, we got caught up with work again. And by the time we tuned back into the game, it's like already, what, going into halftime? And yeah. I see the score. And I'm like, my my God. I was like, bro, to be I don't, honest, I don't to know be if it had to do with the injury. I don't know if that kind of like, you know, screw with the with the team's head. Um, You know, everybody I'm, I know for a fact, I, could, I, I don't know. No one has told me, but I know for a fact, bro, like you could see it. All these guys were excited for him to come back. Um, they saw the way he played when he first started um, that, that first scrimmage game. And like, you know, they you could show the love is real. Like, you know what I'm saying? The camaraderie is there and, and it really took a toll on the team. I'm sure like, you know, mentally and physically, like, you know, it, it sucks, man. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Now, let me ask you a question. Do you think that goes back to Clifford? Um, maybe they may should he have been playing in the fourth quarter when you're up by over 20 points? I, I mean, mean, those are all questions that I, I mean, was asking myself yesterday, and I'm like, I mean, look, tough, I'll, I'll tell you this: I, I most of the time when things like this happen, when these type of injuries happen, you, they they always like to look at the coach as a, as a you know the as the as that guy as to blame the one to blame, and I don't think um, Coach Clifford had any any you know, effect on that injury. I feel like, you know, he was playing him as the game plan was set for that game. And I felt like, you know, bro, it was just, it was just bad luck, man. I just felt like it was just bad place, bad placement, obviously. 
Um, but yeah. no I mean, one, no ma- one, no one saw it coming, bro. No one, re- no one really saw it coming. So it's not like some anyone could sit here and be like, oh yeah, no, I, you know, I saw it coming. He, he's known for injuries because before he got drafted, bro, when he was in college, he was perfectly fine. Yeah. Maybe some lingering yeah. injuries here, but nothing to affect them to to be out out of NBA games for that amount of time. I mean, man, I mean, as of right now, the 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 record of him playing um, is not good, I and mean, it's just, it's it it makes you as a as a fan, as just anyone that watches basketball, and just you know knowing injuries and the history of it, it makes you think and wonder like, is this going to be another one of those? You know what I'm saying? What ifs? Um, but. Who knows, man? Yeah, I mean, Hopefully, it's just something that he gets better and, and comes back stronger. Yeah, but Weltman said that this injury had nothing to do with the first one. So, yeah, they're not said. related. It was just, you know, just bad luck, man. I mean, yeah, but look, listen, I'm, I mean, you already know how the game goes. And I'm not talking about the actual, like, basketball game. I'm talking about how it goes when it comes to media. You know, you got to tell the people what they want to hear. Um I'm not saying that, that that they're just using that as a cover up, but um, you know, it, it makes you start to think a lot of a lot of things. It makes you think like, is it the player? Is it the the front office? I mean, his injury, his initial injury, why he why he was out before the the postponement of the season, wasn't something that to me was something that was going to be a career threatening injury. So and this this ACL injury is definitely something to watch out for, for sure. My thing is, my thing is, you're up by twenty points. There should be no reason. I mean, I I'm not blaming Clifford. Apparently, this had to do nothing with the first injury, so we get that out of the way. We we're straight with that. But why do you have a player that's coming back from injury playing with like in the fourth quarter when you're up by twenty points that you have the game in the bag? You're playing against the Kings. Well, I mean, we're not playing against the Lakers or anything that you could think could come back from a 25, 30-point lead. You know, why Why would you have Isaac in that situation? Like, rest him, let him go, come back next game, start or play, play the same way. 10, 15 minutes was what he was supposed to play. Um, and he, I think he was around 14 minutes when that injury happened. So he was, almost- yeah, I mean, who knows? I mean, the game was almost, I mean, the game was almost over. He could have, he, I, I'm pretty sure Clifford just wanted to play him, uh, for the rest of the game, you know, let him get his, his, his PT up. I mean, he was, I'm sure the game plan was to eventually put him in the starting lineup more deeper into these eight games. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, so sure. that was just to try to get his feet wet, try to get his conditioning up there. And that was it, man. I mean, it was just bad luck to me. Um, yeah. you know, and, um, I just want to, you know, and I know that you you feel the same exact way. We spoke about it um, once everything happened uh, with his injury, but you know, man, seeing a lot of those disgusting ass comments, bro. Um, those the disrespect, the disrespect, um, the man. It just shows that that this world is full of evil people, man. It's like it's it. I, I I'm lost for words, bro. I I read some of those comments, man, and. <clears throat> I to me it makes I think about it and I'm like I I think about the kid I think about the person right the person that's behind the keyboard and I'm thinking I'm like if this kid assuming that it's a kid right because the majority of the time it's a lot of kids it's a lot of kids um, no, there's a lot there's a lot of grown ups too well right right right, right 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 it's a lot a lot of grown ups but I mean I'm saying like you know kids get a little out of hand you know what I mean like with on the on the social media aspect side of things so it's like you know you. You see that, and it makes you think like you know you you don't you don't have no respect 
you don't have no knowledge of anything. You literally have to go to the most disrespectful. Like, would you, if your parents knew you said this, whether you're 17 or whether you're 30, like, if your mom or dad heard you say that or knew that you See, tweeted that out to somebody, would they approve thing, of that? My thing is, a lot of these parents are actually responsible for the way they're raising their kids. Um, and again, I'm not trying to get too too personal and, and too deep into this, but a lot of the time when, when kids say this type of thing is because they've heard their parents or their guardians or whoever they look up to talking like this. So that's mm-hmm. that's where they get this from. And, and it's it's sad, bro, because Jonathan Isaac is such a great human being and, and just what he does for the community, uh, what he believes in. He's a strong, strong Christian. And, you know, it's, it's very disrespectful against his religion or, you know, and I, and I share that religion because I'm a Christian myself against that, against our religion. And not only that, but if you if you can't respect if, if, at first, you disrespected Colin Kaepernick for kneeling down. Now the NBA is kneeling down and you're disrespecting Isaac for standing up. It just doesn't make sense. Like, it's just we're going back to to we're going back in time and critiquing what we were critiquing. I mean, we were it's just. It's it's tough, it's tough to say it, but it's just we're going back and we're not fixing what we need to fix. If you get what I'm saying, it's it's yeah. just it's tough, man. Yeah, it's uh, it's you know, I I, and I know for a fact, you know, he 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 heard about those messages or those comments and stuff like that, and him being such you know a believer in Christ, and you know, you gotta admire that. You know, uh, there's not when's the last time you heard about a young guy since he came into the league? Because it's not like he just boom out of nowhere over the summer became this all of, you know all of a sudden Christian. He's been he's been you know talking about the gospel for you know since I you know his rookie year since before that. You know, so yeah. um. You don't hear that often. You don't hear young guys coming out of the league being really into the into the, their faith. And, you know, most of the time when they do, you know, they're, you know, they still got their, they still live their, their, their life. But I mean, yeah. um, you know, he's, it's he's not really only into it. it. It's living it. Right. Exactly. Um, it's actually living it. And he, he actually does. So, you know, he's a yeah. minister himself. Um, so, you know, big kudos to, to J.I. Huge recovery um, and much respect as well for that action that he took before that first game by standing up. Um, you know, a lot of, I know for a fact in the NBA community, he had, a, he had a lot of people having his back. So um, not just because, you know, we're, we're a fan of the team and a fan of his, of course, but just as anybody, I mean, Miles, uh, Miles Leonard was another um, player who did it. A big shout out to him. Um, Miles Leonard is a good guy. You know, I, you know, I got to interact with him a few times and the times that I've had, he's, he's a good, humble dude. Um, but yeah, yeah, man. look at these comments, bro. Look at the comments that people have been saying. Maybe not he'll need for the anthem. Uh, laugh my ass off. He wouldn't take a knee during the anthem, so God took his whole knee out. Like, come on, those type of things, yeah. bro. You, you just can't say that. Karma, uh, yeah, no. it's frustrating, bro. It's frustrating for real, yeah, man. So, I mean, uh, outside of his injury, what do you how do you think that's gonna like impact? you know, impact the team? How do you think that's going to impact the Magic seating, their their chances of even finally ever making some first-round impact in so many years? Well, in regards to the seating, I, I still think the Magic are going to be finishing seventh. Um, I, I, I just don't think Brooklyn has the team to catch up to number seven. Or I mean, even though they're only half a game, but to even, like, take that spot, I just don't think they have a full squad. 
Um, in regards to us going far, I mean, to be honest, at this point, I, we'll be lucky to even win one game against either Toronto or Milwaukee. So, yeah, it's tough, bro. Like, Jonathan Issa was that key X factor, bro, because you could put him on Siakam, and then that, that could free up Gordon. But now you literally have to put Gordon on Siakam. He's going to waste all his energy on defense. It's tough, bro. Like, it, it's going to hurt us. Yeah, I don't. I don't see us. I don't see us winning a game. I see us getting. I mean, I don't see us winning. Um, you know, more than one. I mean, if we get two, cool. Um, I don't see us winning. Um, two. I mean, there's there's still a couple things within the team that we got to tweak up. You already know. Um, but that injury is definitely a key reason of why we can't even have a chance. Um, and it's piling up. It's piling up. You yeah. got MCW. Yeah, MCW uh, um, is. James I mean, Dennis. luckily, luckily we got good news that it's the it's it's just a minor strain. It's nothing. It's nothing severe. I mean, you yeah, know, but granted he's gonna, miss, he, he's gonna miss a few games. Yeah, I mean, granted, miss a few, but I mean, hopefully he comes back. I mean, it just sucks, man. I mean, it's always typically the same guys getting hurt, and when those guys get are healthy and when they play, they they help us, man. We we are legitimately a, a I'd easily say a top six. The way the East. The way is, I finally got to see how the East has panned out, um, at least a decent amount. I I think that we're a solid six team when we're fully healthy and we're fully playing our game. We are a solid six team at best. Um, uh, until yeah. those guys, you know, start to develop, you know, the like Markel Fultz and Ji start to get healthy and fully develop Mo. Um, so yeah, well, yeah, you know, you know who's not, you know who's not six. A couple. The of, there's a lot of teams. <laughs> the Lakers, bro. The Lakers just secured the number one spot in the West. Oh yeah. Tell me, tell me, tell me a little bit about that, man. Do you think do you think that's gonna help them in the playoffs? You know, with no, uh, no. virtual. Not, they they could have they could have literally advantage. dropped to eighth, the eighth seed. And I mean, in all reality, it doesn't matter. Um, you're not fighting for seeding anymore. Um, you're you're not fighting for home court. Um. And not fighting for seeding, not fighting for seeding, not fighting for seeding in their case, because obviously they're up there in, you know, the first, the first, you know, first spot. Um, But like, uh, yeah, man, I I think, I think that now it's kind of, you know, I I personally think you're going to see a a little bit of load management coming from the Lakers side. Um, They're, you know, they're going to obviously play these guys because they're going to, they're for sure going to play them in the playoffs. Um, There's no question about that. Um, but you know they're gonna get their runs, kind of like in the scrimmage, bro. Honestly, but fourth quarter they're up by like fifteen. They'll 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 take LeBron out until it's probably like down seven, and maybe just cause, um, maybe they may they may want to like knock that team out if it's a team that's fighting for a spot. You know, like hey, fuck it here. Um, but Here's I I, I saw it coming. I knew I, they were gonna I, be first. I I definitely agree that they're gonna start low managing their players. Um, there should be no reason why LeBron James, Anthony Davis, or stars should be out there, um, especially when you have – you already secured the number one spot. You have, you're playing for nothing right now. Mm-hmm. You're literally just playing for the playoffs. You're waiting for the playoffs to come. Um, in all reality, I feel like securing the number one spot is a big, big accomplishment, bro, because believe it or not, having home court advantage with, with the virtual fans, check me out, with the virtual fans is going to help them out. You still get pumped up, um, and and I like the the way the NBA did this uh, with the virtual fans. And but I don't think the, the virtual fans is what you what you hear what they're hearing in the arena. I don't think that's the audio. No, I I know I know. But just looking at people wearing Lakers jerseys, 
you know, having I mean, Lakers all yeah. around you, it helps out, bro. Like you're, you feel like you're at home, and and the way they have their audio, it's like they were playing in Staples Center, just like the Magic and Amway Center, etc. Like they made it realistic to the sense, well, as realistic as possible, um, in the sense that I think I think it, it it helps it helps your teams out, um, and and having home court advantage throughout the whole Western Conference, such a tough conference, is it's gonna help them out, bro. Believe it or not. Yeah, I mean, uh, honestly, I don't, I don't think that's really gonna affect make or break a game, in my opinion. I, I truthfully don't, don't think so. Um, I think experience. I think the, you, you know, if you're in shape, um, that's what's really going to, um, what's gonna, you know, take whoever goes to the finals is gonna take them there. Like that, that's what it's gonna take. Um, but. Again, I mean, I I think it's still going to be a battle, um, the battle of LA when it comes to the to the West. Um, one of the sure. two are going to come out of there. I mean, I'm leaning more towards the the Clippers side, but you never really? know. Really? Weren't you going for the Lakers to to win the finals? No, I thought you were going for the Lakers. No, I thought you bro. were going for LeBron on the way. No, bro. Oh wow! No, surprise me. No. All right. Well, you already know I got the Clippers winning it all. So, um, and and I think they just have a better overall team. But yes, yeah, speaking speaking of the Clippers, um, I mean, Lou Will's back. Yeah, Lou Will's back. <laughs> I mean, he he came out. He performed. He did well. Um, it's good that they didn't really do. Um, they didn't take it further than than what it was. Um, they kind of just dropped it, let it go. He did what he had to do. He quarantined. He missed a, what was it? He missed one or two games. Uh, he missed, I think, two games. Yeah, so, I mean, he but came back, he don't, balled. Don't matter. Devin Booker ruined the night, though, for them. Yeah, yeah. That was a, yo, that was a nice shot, bro. I did, yo, I did not expect that, that to a, go in, That was an unmakeable shot, bro. I don't know how the hell he got that off. That was a nice shot. I was like, what the hell? I was like, D-Book. Look at young hey, bull. He, deser- he deserves to be on a better team. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, man. I, I said that to my boy yesterday watching the game. I was like, I was like, man, I. Like he's wasting his talents out there in Phoenix, but I'm like, or is Phoenix wasting his talent? I'll bring him to Orlando. Shit. <laughs> what? That'd be fucking that, lit. I'd be, that'd be crazy. I'd be. Yo, I, I I haven't copped the Magic jersey in a long time, bro. I'm telling you that I have not copped the Magic jersey in a minute. But I'll tell you, that would be one that I'd buy, and I'd buy oh, definitely, it quick. For sure. For I'd sure. buy it quick. Um. No. Devin Booker's having a hell of 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 uh of a bubble. You could say he's running for the MVP of the bubble. Uh, but yo, TJ Warren, bro. Have you bro, seen TJ Warren? He is lighting teams up, man. God damn, bro. Thirties. He's averaging thirty points. Yeah, per bro. Game, bro. Yeah. And that and the thing is, look at it. He um, TJ Warren has been has been a bucket since he came into the league. Phoenix was he was just wasting his time out in Phoenix. Now look what happened. Right, but I would have never thought having Ola Depot on the team, Sabonis on the team, he was gonna be able to score thirty points. He's leading them in scoring. Yeah, well, I mean, granted, Vic was Vic was out the whole year. I mean, you can't you right, can't really back. right. I mean, he didn't start right away, and he like he didn't come like he didn't, wasn't playing when the season started. He came back. He came back after, like after a few months, and when he came back, he wasn't. 
you know, performing the way. I mean, I think still he's not performing the way like you know we're used to seeing. Vic with that explosiveness, like he's not he's not all there yet. I mean, not saying that he's not healthy. He's just not all there yet. I mean, it's it takes time, bro. I mean, that his injury was nasty too. Um, yeah. So, but shout out my boy Vic. But yo, not even not even TJ Warren, Luca, James Harden, Giannis, Giannis is yo Giannis is yeah. fucking. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is running crazy, through the competition, bro. He is. He's too big, bro. He's he's too big. Like you look, you look at him play, and I feel like he's playing against middle schoolers. Facts, facts. <laughs> I mean, he's hey, I'm not gonna lie. That, that, that Rockets, that Rockets Bucks game was really good, bro. J- that game was hey, James, good. James Harden stopped him when it counted. Yeah, hey. I mean, let's just let's just hope that he does that. You know, come playoff time with with whoever happen. that they play. Not gonna happen. You never know, bro. That that having finally having that that guy happen, that bro. he's he's needed, I guess. Um, you, the relationship with him and, and CP was tarnished years ago, bro. Uh, no matter what that 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 comes into effect and that shows out on the court, especially come playoff time. So, so let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. This is a side note between Chris Paul and Russell Westbrook. Who would you rather have? Um. Like on any team, like if I just if I'm just like a, a GM of any team, or if I'm the Rockets, if you're the Rockets, if I'm the Rockets, I, I mean, I I'd want I'd want a I want a Russell Westbrook. Really? Yeah. Be, I mean, I like Russell don't, Westbrook. Don't get me wrong. No, no, no. Yeah, I, I and trust me, I would I. It, you, that's why I asked. Any team or the Rockets? If I'm the Rockets, I want Russell Westbrook. But if I'm another team, I'd I'd want me some Chris Paul. But Chris Paul is a, is a great leader, bro. Yeah, bro. He's doing, and like, he's doing I, OKC is unbelievable. I know, bro. No one, that, no one for no one saw that. I, I sure and hell thought they were gonna be one fighting, like fighting for the eighth seed, but being like ninth or tenth right now. Like, them boys is up there. But I, if I'm the Rockets, I'd want to go Russell Westbrook only because James Harden is a dominant. He he needs the ball. Um, Russell Westbrook, he's open and he's willing to. Um, to play without the Ooh, ball. No, no, no. Russell Westbrook? Russell what? Westbrook's not a tep- Russell Westbrook needs the ball in his hands. That's, that's Russell Westbrook problem. doesn't need Russell that's Westbrook doesn't need to bring the ball up the court all the time. That Chris Paul demands that he's the one running up the running the ball up the court. That's why look at looking now in OKC, that's why Shea got Shea Gill just doesn't um he doesn't bring that ball up the court. He only brings the ball well, up Shea, the court when Shea's he's a all, different when, type when of player, Chris bro. Paul is out. But Shea's a different type of player, bro. Russell Westbrook was a—I mean, that—that's the reason why I never worked in OKC with him, Durant. You know, James Harden had to leave because he was ball dominant too. Like, I mean, I get the whole money involvement and all that stuff, but nah, bro. I, Russell Westbrook needs the ball in his hand. And nah, I think in the playoffs, I, I think, I think it, watch it, in the playoffs, it's gonna show up. I mean, yeah, probably. I mean, it probably will. But I think, I think it was a better fit. And I think if anyone, if Russell Westbrook was gonna leave, like he left OKC, if he was gonna go anywhere, that was probably the the only best option for him. Because Chris if he, Paul would have worked for the Rockets if it weren't for that injury. Because they were people. People forget they were a game away from going to the final. No, I know, but the thing is, is that we don't know if that 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 um that beef between Harden and and CP was already there before that. You know what I'm saying? So whenever there's beef. Between two of the key players of a team, bro, it never works. No matter, no matter whether yeah, person is fully healthy or not. I guess we're dying, yeah. You know what I mean? So, I mean, but again, that's only assuming that that's you know that that beef was happening even back at that time. But we wouldn't know. Um, yo, I, I also too, um, uh, Jamal Crawford, bro. He freaking 
And he came back, you know, he played his first game, and within that first game, he, you know, put up a couple buckets and then a couple dimes out there, and then boom, got hurt. Now he's going to miss a couple games. Literally, he just got that alert right now. Yeah. Um, that sucks. Uh, it was a hamstring, right? Hamstring? Yeah, hamstring, yeah. Yeah, I know for sure. Um, I mean, Jamal Crawford looked good while he was playing, but you could tell you could tell he hadn't played for a while, bro. Yeah, like the way the way the way he was moving, like the conditioning just wasn't there. Yeah, I mean, um, and, and, and I'm pretty sure with time he would have gotten it. It's just it's tough when you miss a whole season and try to come back in midseason form and and pretend like you know nothing's ever happened. Like he was playing the whole season. It just doesn't happen, bro. Yeah, I mean, granted, I, I like I said, I. I I don't know if the Nets were the only team interested in him. I don't know if that was, like, the best fit for him that he thought. Um, I know for a fact there's uh, more than half of those teams that w- that's in that bowl right now could use a Jamal Crawford on that team. Hello, Philly, how you doing? You need shooters. I just, like, you yeah, could have definitely added like him before point. this whole bubble thing, so he could have been in shape, been, been basketball ready. He could have had some season under his belt going into this bubble, no matter how long it was, like, it's been postponed. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's teams I could have used him. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I just feel know. like at this point, Brooklyn just picked him up just to fill a spot. That's it. Well, you got to remember, if he doesn't agree, just then. To fill a spot. If he doesn't agree, then there's no Right, but Jamal, Jamal Crawford, Crawford wanted to come back. He wanted to come back. Yeah, but I mean. Teams were just not giving him the opportunity to come back. True. For some odd reason. Yeah, that is true. But did you see, once again, Ben Simmons is hit with another injury that's keeping him out come crunch time, basically, if you will? Oh, man, that's crazy, bro. Right before the playoffs are around the corner, bro. What the heck? And he's out. In, and to top it all off, he's out indefinitely. So it's not like he's only going to miss a game or anything like that. He's This man's going to be out indefinitely. So it's like he could actually miss the whole entire thing. Because oh, I mean, if, he, if he's not back playoff time, if he's not back first round, then no matter who they, no matter who they face, as of right now where they're seated, they, they're going to get comp. We're gonna get competition first round. It's not gonna be easy, easy ride. Um, so that could hurt him. Yeah, man, for sure, bro. Um, not having Ben Simmons, that's. I mean, I, I, I get that. That's Joel, Joel Embiid's team. Um, as being the primary scorer or the primary player on that team, but Ben Simmons is a one, a one B. You know, he's he's that one player that that, bro. He can take over the game, and they need him. Uh, moving forward, bro. They need him. I mean, yeah. Granted, they lost out on a they lost on a lost out on a shit ton of shooting during the off season. Um, you know, they he's not the best of shooters. We all know that. Um, has he displayed um, improvements of his jump shot? Sure, but you already losing him out on the rest of these seeding games and then maybe a good chunk of the playoffs is already going to hurt you in the interior. On the offensive end, especially on the perimeter defensive side of things, it's going to hurt them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So now you, you, you're you solely focusing on the defensive side. You're solely focusing on – you have to – you more than likely are going to have to bring Al Horford back into the lineup, which that doesn't work. The Al Horford uh. and Joel Embiid t- thing does not work. You know, I, I, I love me some Al Horford, but when I saw that he went over there, he decided on wanting to sign with, with Philly, I was like, mm. uh, I my opinion, I thought it was more money based than it was anything. Um, but hey, you know, go get your money because Al Horford for sure has been getting paid since his Atlanta days. So I can't, I can't be mad at him for it. Yeah, I, I mean, if the playoffs started right now, Philly's playing Boston. 
Oh yeah, but uh, Boston's gonna guarding, run guarding Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum, you need yeah. Ben Simmons. You need bro. Ben, ben Simmons need has ben to Simmons. be the guy to guard him. Correct. Yeah, I mean, I agree one hundred percent. Without Ben Simmons, without bro, they could play Indiana, and Indiana, I can get almost. I would, I would put any money on, on the table that Indiana will will coast by Philly without Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons is what they need to get past that hump. Unless, obviously, I mean. Granted, you trade him away or whatever like that to, you know, give Joel and beat that team and surrounding him around with players, then at that point it's different because then, you know, you're using – you're trading Ben Simmons. You have you have to get something back in return, you know? Um, yeah, I mean, it's crazy because we, we talk so much shit about Ben Simmons and not being able to shoot and not being able to t- – and, and granted, I'm one of them, you know? Uh, no, yeah, I've always, yeah, yeah. always said on his shot. I don't think anybody. Shoot, I don't but... even think. I think no. I don't think anybody shies away from admitting that, bro. You know what I'm right. saying? From the but amateurs he... and to the professionals on TV getting paid for this shit, they all have to. They could, you know, everything good on uh, about Ben Simmons. They can go down a list, but there's oh, the last thing they got is there's always a but. But his jump shot is what's stopping him from becoming a great player. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or a superstar player. You know I mean? the, cra- the crazy thing is that he's already a superstar and he doesn't have a shot. Like, that's what exactly. makes him such a great player, bro. And that's why when people tell me, oh, he's not a superstar, I'm like, are you kidding me? When's the last nah. time that you saw a, a, a superstar that's a non-shooter but could still, not even but that. still makes a not big even difference that. on the offensive end? You know it's not even the fact that he's not a non-shooter. Yeah, it's not even the fact that he's not a non-shooter. It's the fact that he was your point guard for the majority of the season until they put Jake Milton at point guard, you know? Uh, hey, and that and shout out to Shake, man. He's been he's been producing. Yeah, he has he has, and and that was a great move putting him as a power forward too, because yeah, you know, and, and you take out Horford out the starting lineup, you, and you put him and as a fast lineup, bro. It's a fast yeah. lineup. Yeah, because Shake Milton runs the, runs the floor, and and people seem to forget. Yeah, you're moving Ben Simmons at the four, and you're having him guard the four now, which he could do. But people forget that he could still bring that ball up the up the floor. And, oh yeah, of course. And have and you could still um have Shake Milton play as the as like you know the two running the ball up, or running yeah. you know when when they're running when they're taking the ball off the floor he could be he could be the um acting as a two guard. But Bro, you ben put Simmons Ben Simmons six, as nine, a six ten. Yeah, he's, yeah, around the six nine six ten. Yeah. Bro, and, and imagine that. Imagine that he could play the one, the two, the three, and the four. And then, to be honest, in, in some this teams, day and age, he can play the five. Teams, exactly. Some teams he might be able to play the five. Gee, you got, you got, you got guys that are putting like you know. I'm not disrespecting him whatsoever, and we'll we'll talk more about him later. But Montrez Harrell, I mean, you put a Montrez Harrell as your as your five. I mean, you could easily put a Ben Simmons at the five and and have them bang up against each other, and it'll be a great matchup on both ends. Like it's not like Montrez Harrell, I think, would dominate the paint if Ben Simmons is guarding him. You know what I'm saying? Ben Simmons isn't um, Ben Simmons isn't a scrub, man. I mean, the, he has the a big guy, body. He has a yeah. He's a he's a wide wide frame point guard that's six nine that can guard all positions, bro. Like Swiss Army knife on that on the defensive end. He's uh you know just <laughs> how everybody says he gets that jump shot and then it's over. Honestly, I think you give him a jump shot and that guy is is con- arguably considered one of the best players in the NBA. No, I I agree 100, man. That's really gonna hurt them and. Man, hopefully it's not serious. You know, we already saw what happened to Isaac. So, I mean, I'm hoping the best for him and and hoping yeah. that he can come back before, before the bubble. The bubble is not, the playoffs, is not hurting. Man. The bubble's not hurting guys on the uh, on uh, the main reason of you know why they're in a bubble type of environment. You know, with the virus, but it's injuries um, hitting the leagues, and you know, right. hopefully that that little that little injury bug. Um, goes away 
soon because, I mean, man, come playoff time, this shit is going to hurt a lot of teams, bro. There's a lot of key guys getting hurt. You know, little lingering injuries, but, bro, that one game that he comes back, that that, that lingering injury could actually turn into something bigger. So, you know, uh, I'm hoping that that little that little injury bug virus, if you will, um, kind of kind of cancels itself out, especially come come playoff time. So, man, 2020, man, what a year! Yeah, fuck, shitty year at that. But hey, we're good. We're all pushing through it. Yeah, man, moving forward. You know what time it is? It's time for what the what? So keeping it strictly basketball, you know, let's talk about the upcoming offseason. Um, as we all know, this is going to be a very different offseason. Um, there's going to be a very small window, and everything's going to be crushed up together. So, you know, you got the draft, you got free agency, um, you know, all together. Um, this August uh, 20th, you got the lottery draft. Um, and, you know, things are starting to heat up, man. There's a lot of mock drafts coming out. Um, and I want you know, to talk a little bit about – What's going to be what, – what do you expect this offseason? You know, what moves you think are going to happen? What moves you think should happen? Um, so, Bleacher Report just came out with the latest mock draft. Um, and they have LaMelo Ball going number one to the Chicago Bulls. What do you think about that, bro? I mean, look, you, you already know I'm a big – I'm a huge LaMelo Ball fan. I'm on that, I'm on that, that, that bandwagon, I guess. Uh, but – Chicago wouldn't really make sense for me. Um, it doesn't. It doesn't make sense to me. Um, they already got Kobe White. I get it. You're probably gonna look. You're probably gonna look to get um, to move on from Zach Levine. Probably Zach. I mean, I'm pretty sure Zach Levine himself wants to get out of there. Um, but I mean, I, it doesn't work, man. I, I think that that small one-two lineup, right, with like the. The Damian Lillard, T.J. McCollum, the the John Wall, Bradley Beal type things. They, those those lineups don't work in this day and age in the in the NBA. I think, I mean, all those players are great. I don't think it's because of any controversy between those players on the respective teams. Like you know, some rumors come about, especially with John Wall and Bradley Beal. Um, I don't believe any of those things. I just think like the way those type of players are, they have to be those primary guards on any team that they're on. So if like with Damian Lillard, for example, like Portland, he just needs to be the primary guard on that team and on that lineup. So they need he needs to have a complemented two that's not gonna be so ball dominant or someone that could score at will like CJ McCollum can. So I think that um, Kobe White is a great. I think he's gonna become a good player in this league. I, I like him personally, um, but I think he's gonna be a ball dominant type of point guard. And it, and you already know Lamelo Ball is a ball dominant guy. So I feel like. That's just not gonna work. Um, yeah, but Lamelo Ball going number one though, I could see it. I just wouldn't like to see him go to Chicago. Plus, I don't think right. Chicago's gonna get the first pick. Right. Well, keep, that's what I'm saying. Keep in mind, this is you know, Bleacher Report just did this draft. You know, not knowing what the actual order is going to be. You know, this could all change come August 20th. Um, yeah. You know, you got the Bulls, you got the Warriors, um, you have uh, the Timberwolves, uh, the Wizards. Well, not the Wizards, but the Knicks. You know, all these teams all fighting for. You know the number one uh the number one uh, pick so you know and plus you know you always have surprises when it comes to the mock draft or not the mock draft the lottery draft so anything could happen you know yeah um, for sure uh but Lamelo going to the Bulls I, I don't see that either um you know I already know who I think the number one pick should be it should be Anthony Edwards and I think he yeah. will fit in perfectly into that Bulls system 
taking out Zach Levine and putting in um Anthony Edwards, bro, he'll fit in just fine. No, yeah, um, I, I like I like me some Anthony Edwards. I I think that'll be more of a better um more of a better outcome on the bull side. Right, right. No, I agree. Um, well, talking about Anthony Edwards, they have him going number two to Minnesota. Um, now, I also don't think Minnesota is going to have the number two pick. But think about this, bro. Can you imagine Anthony Edwards with D'Angelo Russell and Carl Anthony Towns? That would be nasty, bro. That would be disgusting. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it would be. I mean, granted, you got to remember, he's a – he's a – Anthony Edwards is a scorer. Um. He was in a he was in a team over there in Georgia where he was the ball dominant guy. He was that guy on that team, so uh, you know it's understandable. But um, he him learning under D'Lo, uh, Minnesota for some reason they could have the crappiest team, but seems to always have a veteran bench, right? So him being around any vet um, will definitely help. Um, and I mean that's a good young young team, bro. And then uh, you know they. They uh, who knows? Maybe just them ha- having D'Lo that might influence a little, a couple more free agents on wanting to possibly go there too. So um, you know, you adding a, a Anthony Edwards type of guy, you just got a, you just have a beautiful, bright, fun young young core to uh, look forward to. You know, yeah, in man, a couple I, years, and then I mean, I, I low key like the um that um Joshua, what is it, a Kogi? Yeah, is that how you pronounce his last uh, name? But I like him. So, you know, him maybe coming off the bench being your spark, right, would be dope. I mean, who knows? They might even put Anthony – Anthony Edwards is what? Isn't he 6'7", six, 6'8"? Six, uh, he's 6'5", but, but he's oh. very athletic, so he can guard. He, yeah, you know, he, has a, he has a wide – he has a pretty wide um, – his shoulder length is, uh, with his wide. So, you know, I think I think he could – who knows? They might experiment and put him at the three and just still bring uh, – well, no, they got Malik Beasley. I, I keep forgetting about that, bro. Well, well, you got to keep in mind, we're going to talk about it later, but Malik Beasley is a free agent, so he might not even be there next season. Yeah, true. But, I mean, I, I feel like Minnesota keep in mind, they did trade for him. They exactly, did trade for him, yeah. so I think they're going to keep him. So, I don't I don't yeah. think – plus, he's restricted, so I don't think he's going anywhere. I was just about anywhere. to say – I was about to say he, he – this is his first, like, expiring contract, so I think he's yeah. uh, restricted. No, but, but what I like about Anthony Edwards and, you know, quickly moving on, but – um, what I like about Anthony Edwards, bro, he he brings toughness to a team, bro. He brings a defensive intensity. He's a scorer. Um, he's gonna yeah. have to get used to being that third wheel on a team because he's always been the main guy in college, high school, etc. But yeah. man, being next to D'Angelo Russell, um, you know, knowing what he can do in the court, um, you know, already know what Kyle Anthony Towns could do. You know, obviously, I I still think he needs to become a better leader. But having them three together, bro, that would be that would be pretty pretty nice to watch. Yeah, um, it would definitely be. Yeah, but uh, next up, they got James Weissman going to the Wizards. Uh, again, I, I don't know what Bishop Report is thinking because the Wizards, I don't think the Wizards are going to be even top five, bro. But Yeah, I don't, but I, mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how they thought of, like, how they created this like, lineup of teams in order. It's terrible. James, like, the Wizards, are, the Wizards Weisman, are in the bubble right now. You know what right, I'm saying? Like, right, right. Why get the third pick? But know? James I mean, Weissman going number three, I could definitely see that, man. James Weissman. It's oh, talented. Yeah. Um, obviously, he didn't get to play in Memphis. We know everything that happened, but but he's um, a freak. He's a that freak, guy, bro. That kid's a freak, bro. He's he's something else. Right. Yeah, and they got the Warriors getting Obi Toppin. Um, I don't know how I feel about that. Um, I have the Warriors picking number one, so um, I don't have him going number four. So I don't I don't see that fitting in. But I mean, he's good, man. He's yeah, good. Obi, Obi Toppin is solid. He proved he proved that that he could be that he could be a pretty good addition to to any team, 
Um, and, and and he fits I mean, in. He fits he in. Did. He fits in in a lot of like a lot of different schemes. You know, he's not oh, a yeah. type of player that you can just you know you have to have a particular type of, of team. You know, for example, like Curry, he's in a all all gunning shooting type of team. You know, but Tobin can fit anywhere, bro. Yeah, I mean, I I like I like the kid. Um, I it, and you know a lot of people gotta you gotta give him credit, man. I mean, he he went to a small school. Um, granted, they kind of they haven't been they they've kind of gotten a little bit no, more of a notoriety within the past two to three years. Um, in Dayton, but um, I mean, damn, you're you're on a team and you're basically that guy. I mean, you you performed. Uh, you took that team to you know where no one saw them going. Um before everything shut down. So, like, you know, he – and he's Plus just he athletic, center. too, bro, for his He can play yeah, a four he, and a five. Say, yeah, I was yeah. going to say, for his size, he's athletic as hell. He could shoot the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, So, yeah, man, I mean, I, I, I like the pick. I mean, if he go – I mean, I not like the pick. I like the player because I don't see him – I don't know exactly how he – I mean, who knows, though, the Warriors, man. If he, assuming the Warriors get the fourth pick and they choose Obi Toppin – who knows, man? They, I mean, that might actually work, bro. I mean, the Warriors is a shooting team. I mean, adding him on the, uh, in, in the paint with uh, with Draymond as well on the defensive side, it's just a, a running gun team. Running gun team. They already like running small ball basketball. So, yeah, man. No, yeah. Um, and, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to skip a couple of picks because a I, I, I pick that I found surprising was the Knicks number eight picking Cole Anthony. Um, I mean, Cole Anthony is a baller, but – do the Knicks really like how many point guards are they gonna draft? I mean, granted, Lamelo Ball. If Lamelo Ball's there with the Knicks early, because I mean, the Knicks would have to get a top two pick, maybe even depending three, right, for them to even have a chance at Lamelo. Their backup plan, I'm sure, is Cole Anthony. So no matter what, Lamelo Ball is a point guard. He that's his that's his role. If he goes to the Knicks, he's going to play the one. He's going to be the one bringing the ball up, but. I mean, before LaMelo Ball got on the scene, because he wasn't projected to be top five, remember, before he got to Australia. So before that, the whole entire time, it was Cole Anthony to the Knicks, Cole Anthony to the Knicks. It's destiny. It's meant to be. It's meant to be. And it was low-key. It just got to the point where you're just like, all right, the Knicks are going to get Cole Anthony. Like, it, there was no other, like, questioning about well, it, right? Cole Anthony dropped a, a lot, bro, because before, before, the, season, well, right. before the college season started, right. he was, he was expected the to be injury, like a top five pick. Right, the injury kind of uh, kind of um, took a toll on that. Um, I feel like even before the injury, he he started off a little slow. It's all right, um, you know. I, I he went, but when he came back, the kid balled out, bro. The kid balled out when he got back. I mean, he he's that uh his his shooting is great. He could shoot that ball. He could shoot it. He could shoot it at NBA range at that. It's not like he could only he could only have the range up to where the where the college line is at. But I mean, he has a three point ball. Um, I wouldn't be mad at that pick. I wouldn't be mad at the pick. Yeah, man. Talking about players that have dropped. Um, have you seen Killian Hayes, bro? That dude, they haven't they haven't on number twelve right now, bro. This dude's almost out of the lottery. Who, Killian Hayes? Killian Hayes, bro. That's crazy. I mean, he, I mean, from the ones that I've seen, he was at he was at ten uh, yeah. with Phoenix. Well, they have him anywhere between. There's some mock drafts like uh, Beach Report has him at ten. I saw um, uh, CBS came out with the with their with their mock draft. They have him at number twelve. So you know, bro, Kelly Hayes keeps dropping. I don't know what's going on. And and granted, he wasn't playing that good in Australia. I mean, not Australia. Um, yeah, he's in Australia, right? 
Uh, Killian Hayes? No, I think he's in um France, France, in, uh, France, 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 yeah. France, France. Sorry, yeah, no, he's in France, and and his stats are not really. I mean, they're not there, bro. They're not. They're not what you expected him to be. He has so much potential and so much like hype coming out of high school, and and just it just it just hasn't shown. Yeah, no, it um it it's. I mean, look, the kid, the kid, regardless, and I still stayed within lottery. Um, conversation. So, and you know, it's always difficult for a guy who's overseas. I'd say um, you got to, but it's kind of different on the Lamelo, Lamelo, and um, RJ Hampton side, um, because they were already hype in high school, right? Killian Hayes, you know, he's been on the scene, right? But you being overseas at the end of the day and playing in competition out there um, always is a big question mark. Um, he he hasn't done it for as long as, like, the Lucas and stuff like that where everybody knew, like, yo, he's going – once he gets into the league, he's going to dominate. Um, but I, if, you know, him going to a team like Phoenix or something like that, Phoenix needs a point guard, bro. Phoenix needs – they need to start – if anything, they need to start now. If they haven't, they need to start adding pieces and they need to start trying to bring in guys to to surround and help their Devin Booker, bro. Um, I think that the Devin Booker is not wasting his time out there. The Suns seem to be to be to like they they keep they accelerate then they then they press the brakes but they press the brake hard then they go then they 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 press the then they go on the gas again a little bit but then they press the brakes even harder like you have to keep on pressing on the brakes and keep pushing keep pushing and just hit max bro um you can't keep wasting that kid's time I mean luckily he's still very young you still have him locked in under a contract for a few more years but you need to start adding pieces and. It, it it wouldn't be a it wouldn't be a bad risk. Um, he just needs to find his shot. Hayes. He needs to find his shot. That's the thing, man. He wouldn't it, need it though. He wouldn't he wouldn't need to focus so so much on his jump shooting. Um, you know how if, I he feel? Get, if he does get drafted to Phoenix because you have that in Devin Booker, you have I Mikhail get it, Bridges I get it. is a decent shooter. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, granted, with time it'll come, but he's a great perimeter defender. He's a great defender at uh, like um with a full court press. Like the kid is a good defender. So that's something that they need. That's something that they've been lacking. In, in, I'm talking about Phoenix, right? Um, right, right. That's something that they've been lacking uh for the past couple of years is a is a true point guard um and somebody that could that could help defensively on the perimeter. Um and no, I feel like you know him picking him up wouldn't be a bad choice. Right. No, I, I and I can definitely see that fit. I, I just you just know how I feel about point guards I can't shoot man. And and yeah. I feel like in this league, you have you to ha- you, you need, need to it. shoot, especially at the yeah. point guard position. You have to be able to shoot. Um, but yeah, bro. Enough of the draft. Let's talk about free agency. Free agency coming up. A lot of big names um, are 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 going to be free agents. Some of them are restricted. Some of them restricted. Some of them have player options. Um, let's get into some big names, bro. Anthony Davis. If the Lakers don't win a championship this year, do you see Anthony Davis in a different team? Um, honestly, bro, no. I don't see him going to another team. I mean, I think the Lakers are going to make it a priority for Anthony Davis to be a part of that franchise going moving forward post LeBron. Um, I think they've they have made that um, made that known, and I think LeBron has made that known to him um, that LeBron's going to LeBron told him I'm going to end my career here, but I want you to take on the legacy that you that you bring. That you're going to that you're going to have, I want you to keep it here, and build your own legacy here. Once I'm done, once I'm done, I want everybody to see that you that you can win, and that's going to bring in the people in the future. Um, 
No, yeah, it's gonna I, be I it's gonna be you. a little it's gonna be a little tough though. I I think when it comes to signing another player, um, but I mean, good good thing is I mean, Kuz is still locked in for at least for a decent amount of time. Um, so I I think LeBron's probably gonna finish off this contract with them, and then he's probably gonna call it a career. Um, as long as they win one, um, I think after this contract, I think he's done. So he's and I think after the, this contract. If he wins one with LA, I think after this contract is done, I think he'll call it a career. Well, if I he's think... not, if he doesn't win one by the time he's a free agent again, I think he'll probably play like another. I, I think that following contract for however long it is, I think that's what that's gonna call it. Like right there, That'll I think it. he's gonna be. I think he's gonna play until Bronny plays. That's what I. That's what I see. That's a long time, bro. That's still another like five years. I'm, well, like, I or him, four I, years or something four, like that. Well, I see him playing another maybe four four or five seasons. And then, obviously, he's not going to be the main guy for four or five seasons. But but he's hey, gonna, I can see you him never playing. know. But uh, man, you never know. Hey, I'll bro. tell you this: if he's playing if he's playing this caliber of basketball in his last season, huh? No one can sit here and argue with me no more that he's not. You can't even put him in conversation as the best player to ever play this game. Because every, because not even Jordan was doing that. Um, towards the last, even like two, three seasons of his career, he was not performing the way he used to. He was just, I mean, it's Jordan, obviously, but he was not performing like everyone knows Jordan. But if LeBron continues to even play like the way he's playing now, or even his worst season that he's ever had, <laughs> well, we can put up our number two. Jordan's still the greatest, but well, as but, a, as of but, now, yeah. but but sticking to Davis. I I don't see him going anywhere either, um, neither. But um, but it would be nice to dream, bro. Like I could see him, I could he, I could see him in so many teams that he could fit. Oh yeah, um, but 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 let's let I, I see him. I see him staying with the Lakers. I, I don't see him going anywhere. That's gonna be his team after LeBron finishes. And and I agree with you one hundred percent, man. Some I mean the Lakers are the Lakers, bro. They're gonna find somebody else to replace LeBron. And obviously, not no. It's hard to replace LeBron, but they'll find another star to fit in with, with Anthony Davis. So yeah, I don't, I don't sure. see, I don't see him going anywhere. Um, other players are, you know, a couple players that have player options is um, Andre Drummond, Gordon Hayward, uh, Demar Derozan, Evan Fournier. Do you see any of those players staying, or do you see, do you see them going elsewhere? Um. All right. So I'll start with like the ones that I just. There's not much um hype. With their name under behind their names, um, but I see Gordon Hayward. I see him um staying in in Boston. Um, do I see Boston wanting to keep him um for that long? No. Um, I think after that player option, I think Boston will kind of. I don't know. Who knows? Boston might even look into trading him before that before that seems even done. You know what I'm saying? Just to not fully pay him the rest of that contract. Um, but I see him still. I still see him opting in with it. Um. Uh. Evan Fournier is one I I think uh, personally I think that he should opt out. <laughs> I personally think he should opt out, but um, I think he'll pick it up. I mean, damn, what it, I I don't know. I could be wrong. Um, you know, anybody you guys could could confirm me about it later. But I think that he's either owed either seventeen point something mil or nineteen uh, point something in this last in that last year. So. Who who wouldn't pick that shit up? I don't think another team is gonna offer him nineteen mil or seventeen mil a year. Um, I mean, who knows? Maybe some team will, would desperately give him that, but I think Evan. In my opinion, I think Evans no more than like fourteen, fifteen mil a year. So, um, I think he'll pick it up though. Uh, I also do believe the Magic will not let him just walk. 
after that deal either. So I think if he'll be another Gordon Hayward situation. But I just, as a Magic fan, on a personal level, I just think that he should opt out. Just do us all a favor. But Demar Derozan, I feel like he, he I, I feel like he would, um, would opt out. I think Demar, Andre Drummond for sure. Uh, Andre Drummond deserves to at least, at least go into the playoffs, man, and and and. and Go, you know, experience some fun, some wins. Needs to be on a team where he's, like, winning a little bit more. Andre Drummond's a, a fucking beast, bro. People sleep on Andre Drummond. Um, I'm a big Andre Drummond fan, so um, I think he needs to go to – I mean, shit, bro. <laughs> who who, who I, doesn't I just... say that? Houston. Give him a call. Ooh, Houston, Andre Drummond in Houston. Give him a That's call, what ha- bro. It should have happened. Tell me not, tell me bro. That's why I love the freaking offseason, bro, because I'm telling you. I think about these things, bro. I, I when I play 2K, I play these like I create my like I pick a team and I'm like I rebuild them off the team that they already have. And when I saw that he was a free agent, I was just like looking at team rosters and I'm like, wait, hold on, Houston doesn't even have a legitimate big, bro. But I'm like, how nasty would that be? How much help would that be for Russell Westbrook and James Harden? All the defensive well, lacking that they have right now, anything they lack on defense right now, they just gained it and some. With Andre Drummond, yeah, definitely, man. Andre Drummond is the type of player that he can he can fill in that uh, Clint Capella role that he had under the team. But just imagine this: I think he'll make a more I, better effect. Oh no, for sure, for sure, for sure. Drummond is better than Capella. But just think about this: think about the fact that it was just Harden and Drummond, or uh, Harden and Capella. Now it could possibly be Westbrook, Harden, and Drummond, bro. That Phew. is a nasty ass thrill, but. Me personally, I would love to see that happen, but I honestly think Andre Drummond. And, 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 don't 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 say anything. Wait till I'm finished. Oh man, Andrew you're Drummond, about to say I, some crazy shit. <laughs> I no, already know no, it. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. I just don't. I don't see him going anywhere, and 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 this is the reason why. I, I see him staying in Cleveland because he's owed twenty eight million dollars for as a play as a, in 2020, 2021 season. I don't with everything that's going on. I don't really think he can earn twenty eight million dollars, especially the fact that this is such, a, this is not a centrist league anymore, and and the way that Andre Drummond plays, it's just it's just not what a lot of NBA teams are looking for. I don't know why. Don't tell me why, because I love the way Andre Drummond plays, but they they like those stretch fives and and those those players that that can stretch the floor, and Andre Drummond cannot do that. Yeah, I mean, look. If it's more for the if if you if you if it's more for like the 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 money aspect side of things, then it makes sense, yeah. Because I don't think that the, any team would offer him that. And not saying because I don't, not saying because of his skill set. Because I think that I mean, granted, twenty eight million is a is a lot. I mean, Andre Drummond, Andre Drummond for, for a center. center, yeah, for a center, um, especially now that you know how you said the league is going down when it comes to the center the center position, um, but. Uh, I just feel like if I'm if if I'm Andre Drummond, I'd be like, bro, you know what? It's a lot of money that I'm leaving on the table. Yeah, but let me show everybody that I am a, I am a great player, and I could fit. I could help a team. I could help that team. That's that 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 one key thing that they're missing is me. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like no matter if you were to go to Houston, Houston could pay him still up in the 20s. Probably wouldn't be 28. They're not. You probably they're lose not. out. You probably, I mean, in the 20s, bro, I they'll offer him that. They're not, bro. If he goes to Houston, he's gonna sign like a two-year, thirty-four, two-year, thirty-five million dollar deal. I'm telling you, bro. 
as a center, that's what they're gonna get. That's what they're gonna get offered, especially the fact that they have to pay Harden and Westbrook. Bro, Westbrook guy himself is getting paid what almost or if not forty million dollars, bro. I mean, yeah, but that's I mean, that's cut you cut your losses, bro. You know what I'm saying? You gotta it, get rid of bro, you gotta get rid of some players. I mean, you, you look at how much you're gaining. You could you could not, not you could re- right, but it's not it's not gonna happen, bro. It's like if you're on the drum and do you want to sign a two year thirty four thirty five million dollar when you can get twenty eight million dollars in one year, and and uh, granted you don't even know how next season is gonna be, so he might be able to earn twenty eight million dollars and only play half of the season, you know, because true. they might they they might they might make it what forty fifty games next season. You don't know. We don't know what's gonna happen. Well, true, yeah. I mean, I, I just feel like uh, when it comes to, when it comes to Andre Drummond, I just feel like he deserves to win. That's all. That's my whole thing with him. I just feel like he needs to win. I, I feel like he he needs to go to a team where they need help on the on the defensive end big time, and need a center. And what other team doesn't like that team just makes sense. Houston is just one that makes sense. He will win. He'll he'll have fun. You know what I'm saying? And and um and yeah, bro. I mean, it'll just be fun to watch. I'll tell you this: he will make it a lot more fun to, for me to watch Houston Rockets games than I do now. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Hey, a guy that's extending his career in this bubble, bro. Have you seen Carmelo Anthony play? Oh, yeah. He's been sure. balling, bro. He's been balling. And this bubble is proving that he still has a few years left in the tank. And, and I like what he said because he's like, you just can't teach clutch. He's clutch, bro. Yeah. He hits it when it counts. Yeah. He hits it when it counts. And mark my words, bro. Mark my words. Me personally, I don't see him staying in Portland. Next year, I see him joining Anthony Davis and LeBron James in L.A. Him and LeBron James have been wanting to play together forever. It's going to happen this offseason. I'm telling you right now. Uh, all right, look. as a, For fun basketball and for the fantasy side of things, yeah, cool. But I'll tell you this. He's not going to be utilized in L.A. the way he's being utilized in Portland right now. Which will, kind of will defeat, make it happen. Which will defeat the purpose – all right, so then why didn't LeBron? Why didn't it happen with LeBron and D Wade? Why didn't in, it happen in, with LeBron in Cleveland and... when when D Wade went to Cleveland? Why didn't that work? We don't know. Maybe, maybe it was the own, maybe it was the ownership that didn't want. Maybe that's why LeBron left Cleveland. We don't know. That can't be the only uh, no because LeBron was. A, I'm pretty sure LeBron, LeBron was a big part of um, getting Cleveland to make sure that D Wade got back to Miami. Because they didn't just trade D-Wade back to Miami just because. They're, they're, you know, D-Wade, like, the original reason why Dwayne Wade left and joined Chicago was because it was that, you know, that 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 little situation that happened between him and Pat Riley like, that's out in his, you know, that like he talks about in his uh, documentary out in ES- on ESPN. But, um, yeah, bro, it didn't work out with, like, D-Wade was – was being used more better in Chicago than he was in Cleveland. Like you got Dwayne Wade and LeBron James back together. Look at what they did, and you like people forgot. Like I know for a fact the coach didn't forget what they did together in Miami. You know what I'm saying? So why didn't that work? So I feel like I'm not saying the same thing would happen because Dwayne Wade was never known as a prolific scorer. Um, compared to Carmelo Anthony, um, in his career, you know what I'm saying? Carmelo Anthony is an ISO one-on-one type of player, and he could damn near kill the 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 even up to the best defenders on a one-on-one game. He's just that that you know that guy. So, um, me personally, I I agree with you when it comes to you know this year, this the way he's playing in this bubble too. Like it's gonna give him, it's gonna make him stay in the league. Like people are gonna regret. Not you know, not signing him earlier. Um, he's he has something to prove. Um, 
and he's gonna, gonna earn more cash too, bro. Yeah, he's gonna no, earn him more cash for sure. He's gonna get at least the at least the mid level. Mid level, I mean, a solid little probably like a two year, twelve, uh, twenty four, twenty five million dollar contract, you know. Hey. So, which is more than what he's I'll making now, it. which is great. Um, but uh, L A, bro, I I like the idea at first when you know the rumors were around that he, you know, if anyone brings him back, it will be the Lakers. But just seeing the way the team is built now, I don't think they'll utilize him the way he that Portland is. I think. Portland was the best fit for him. Um, Portland's been trying to go after him, so the fact that he's finally he finally landed there, um, it shows that that team was the one that was meant for him post his, you know, Knicks career. Um, Houston wanted him as well. You saw what happened over there. It didn't work out. Um, even when they had when they wanted him, they already had James Harden. OKC. So, I mean, OKC didn't didn't never showed interest. They just picked him up to get rid of you know um, to do that trade. So. It it was, I think. No, but it just never worked out. Well, right, but I mean, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm saying based off like the team. Their superstar on there. I mean, granted, this year. Uh, wait, no. Hold on. No, no, no. They didn't have um uh Russell Westbrook. I'm 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 thinking they had Russell Westbrook. Like either which way, they you know it was it was James Harden and and, and Carmelo Anthony. You you as a fan, you're excited, right? You're like, oh shit, that's yeah. lit. But it didn't work. So. Listen, I don't, listen I don't. Portland's a good fit. Portland's a good fit, but hey, man, LeBron, LeBron, you said LeBron's coming to the end of his career. Yeah, he already played with D Wade. Why not? Why not play with Melo? Mm, I, I, I'm not, I'm not worried about it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, don't, I could care less about that. To be, to be completely honest with you. Hey, look, honestly, you know, a team where I could see him going to and making a, and helping the hell out of that team. You ready? Mm-hmm. To, you ready for me to shock you? I'm ready. Let's go, Milwaukee. Ooh, Milwaukee. Nah, Milwaukee, Milwaukee, bro. Yep, Milwaukee. Bro. Why Milwaukee? Why? Because he could – bro, that's just adding on more scoring on that team, more shooting on that team. Granted, he's not going to help you out defensively. Not saying not, – not throwing the shade because I know there's already, you know, that, that little – that cloud of, you know, Melo not being a defensive player. Oh, no, bro. I, I could see I him. See I could him. see him playing with right next to Giannis. Freaking helping Giannis out when it comes to uh, uh, spacing out the floor, bro. It'll be scary. Hit there, I even I even thought about right, especially now with the team that they have, he'll fit in perfectly with that bench squad in uh, in Miami. Woo. Yeah, man, you're gonna have to pay a little bit more 2K, but uh, <laughs> bro, <they're, laughs> yo, it's just situational, bro. Just think about it. You gotta think about. You gotta think about. Or you gotta think about the team, the the other teams players that are, that might be gone. Derek Jones Jr. is a free agent this offseason. There's already been multiple teams saying that they're going to go that that that's like their priority this offseason. A guy that wasn't even was used as trade bait before and I'm glad to see him perform, like you know turning up now he's uh, turned out to be a decent player. But yeah. imagine if he leaves. You lose out on that athleticism, you lose out on that scoring that he provides. He's a decent shooter as well. He improved in his three-point shot. You bring in a Carmelo Anthony coming off the bench now that helps you you know what i mean yeah. and then that team that team has been that team has been uh been been lingered with injuries throughout the whole season so you get a full a full a full uh, healthy team now and then him coming off the bench with that bench team oh my god bro it's not about playing yeah, 2k bro. bro it's situational no, you know no i i agree i can i can like i said i just don't see mellow playing in milwaukee out of all cities but it's not nothing against Milwaukee, you know. I've I've never been to Milwaukee, but I'm pretty sure it's a great city. I just don't see Melo 
playing in Milwaukee. I just I can't I can't picture it. But I mean, hey, if it, if he does play there, I mean, and Giannis makes anybody play good. So exactly, I mean, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Melo will ball out over there too. But yo, there's a lot of bigs that are gonna be free agents. You got we already mentioned Andre Drummond. You know you have Serge Ibaka, uh, Dwight Howard, Demarcus Cousins, Hassan Whiteside, Montrezl Harrell. Do you see any of those bigs switching cities? You know, maybe going after 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 contending team or, or what, what? What do you think's gonna happen? I out of all those bigs, I see all of them. But honestly, ah, it hurts for me to say it, man. I, I've been on the fence. I mean, I've been what? on the fence. I've been on the fence, bro. But I honestly think, I truly think, I'm leaning more towards he's leaving. Um, I would hate to see him leave, but I just. Man, money talks, bro, and and you finally becoming a starter. And, and uh, actually, let me guess, let me guess, let me guess. Montrez Harrell. Yeah, bro. I would hate yeah. to see him leave that team, bro. But I just feel like I, I feel like again, money talks, and you finally getting the payday that you deserve because he freaking deserves it. I love me some Montrez Harrell, and he deserves it. And you finally earned that. You finally got that. So if a team is offering you to be that starting five. Who says no? I mean, granted, it depends hey. on the team. Depends on the team. Um, but I don't think Montrezl Harrell is about making that. Uh, is about the money. I think he he really wants to win. I feel like he he he's that loyalty type of guy. You don't get that often. Um, I could be wrong, but I, I granted, uh, I'm sorry. I said him being the only one. I see Serge Ibaka staying in in um in, in Toronto as well. All the other guys, the Marcus Cousins, I I see him leaving. Um, I see us on Whiteside leaving as well. He had a great season. Hassan Whiteside had a way better season than he had the last couple of years that he ended in Miami. He's been having a great season. He's been coming off the bench as of late in the bubble since uh, Nurkic's uh, return from injury. And he's still being effective. He's still putting up numbers. Hassan Whiteside is going to get a – he's going to get a starting spot somewhere else. See, me, I, I think – you mentioned earlier Andre Drummond going to the Rockets. I think a perfect fit for the Rockets would be Montrez Harrell. Why? He was just there. Why go back to a team that let you go? Well, I mean, it didn't work out. A lot of teams that came back. Yeah, but not a guy I mean, like that. A lot of players that came back. Yeah, but I mean, that's that's usually when it was when it was kind of like it it, it didn't it didn't turn out kind of ugly. Like I think it's been kind of known in and said that like, you know, they uh Houston kind of did them dirty Listen, with that trade. No, no, I agree. And I I don't think Manchester would go back for that reason. I mean, granted, you're trading but, you're trading to get Chris but, Paul. The, arguably the best point guard in this era, and That's what I'm you're That's trading what I'm two but guys that haven't this, really bro. established themselves in the league. I mean, Patrick Beverly started making his way, establishing himself as a top dog defender in this league. But I think him being in LA is what really, for sure, solidified him. And then everyone knows for sure uh, the Clippers is what got Harold, um, you know, to the guy to the player he is today. So, listen, if I'm Harold, I don't go back to the Rockets. But check me out. I think Harold's a better fit than Drummond, and check me out. He can he can run the floor, right? He can run the floor. He does all the dirty work, and, and, and you can still play small ball. Yeah. I mean – You can still play – because, I mean, keep in mind, Harold's not small, but compared to other centers, I mean, you could say he's pretty he's – pretty, he's pretty short for the center position. Yeah, I mean, no, he, he's, hella, he's hella small for the center position. I mean, he's what, 6'9"? 
Yeah. That's small, but yeah. it's the body frame. It's the it, it you know, it's the legs, bro. Like, I mean, he's a big dude. I love bro, bro. I love his hustle, man. No, yeah, he, I love he, I he love bring, me some Montrezl Harrell, bro. Bring him to the magic. Hot- Hey, bring any. I'll take. I think <laughs> half of these players, bro. I'll take them. <laughs> but no, <laughs> Montrezl Harrell is the type of player, and, and I don't want to stick talking about Montrezl Harrell, but he's just the type of player that you want to have in your team, man. He's the type of player that grinds game in, game out. He brings a hundred percent every single game, and and it's what it's like what Lou Williams said um a couple of months ago. He's like. He's like, I would love to see Montrezl Harrell stay here, but I want him. I want him to get paid because he deserves it. Yeah, and I mean, if if, if um, LA is willing to spend the cash, then why not? You know, uh, Steve Ballmer has proven time and time again that I mean, he's been in, he hasn't been an owner for more than you know, I, I don't think more than ten seasons now. He's already you know done a lot more than half these owners have. That's been owners for probably ten plus years now, fifteen plus years of a of a of a franchise. So who knows, man? He might make him the the top paid guy coming off the bench and he might just stay and might just you know create uh continue that dynasty that have um so no yeah see, I, I agree man i agree man it's gonna be a crazy off season that's for sure um and you know believe it or not it's right around the corner you know mm-hmm. uh, these players are gonna go by yeah. super fast and we're it's gonna, gonna be quick, bro. Off season. It's gonna be it's gonna be a short off season hey i'll fun, tell you man. i'll tell you this that the podcast is gonna be super lit Come off season, because, oh, bro, you already yeah. know, bro. We're going to, yeah. we you know might just have to bring it to the folks. We might just have to bring maybe two episodes a week on, on that ass. <laughs> definitely. You know, it's definitely going to happen. But, um, but yeah, man, it's going to be a great, a great one. And, uh, I look forward to it. For sure, bro. For sure. But yeah, man. So, uh, I think we're going to wrap it on this one, bro. Um, I felt like it was a great, great episode despite the circumstances. Um, I felt like it was a good one. How do you feel? I had a blast, man. It was definitely, it was definitely different, not, you know, not being in person, but you know, we did our thing, and, and and I truly enjoyed this episode, man. I hope you guys enjoyed it as well. You know, we kept it strictly basketball. Um, obviously it's basketball season, and um, and other man, it's a wrap. Yes, sir. But uh, before we let you guys go, um, you know, our boys, uh, Vic. And uh, Dwayne, we're not here with us, but they're here in, with us in spirit. Um, our TYG gaming uh, partners. So, again, if you guys like Twitch, you guys like watching streams, NBA 2K, um, make sure to follow Thank you at Thank You Gaming on IG and uh, follow the Twitch. Um, it's Thank You Gaming 99. Uh, follow the Instagram so you can stay up to date with the uh, streams. So, you know, you can come and support us there. Um, the boys here at the podcast, we're part of the team, so we're always running it up on rec. Um, if you guys have a squad, let us know. DM us. We're always interested in some collabs and stuff. So, um, And as well, too, um, you know, if you're looking for that beach body that you've always wanted, willing to put in that time and that effort to get that dream body, make sure to look no further than more fitness. He specializes in strength and endurance training. So if you're in the Orlando Kissimmee area, you guys, Make sure to hit up our boy Rapid Shots, a.k.a. Dwayne, a.k.a. More Fitness. His Instagram is at morefitness underscore. That's M-O-O-R-E fitness underscore. Make sure to go and follow him there. Support our guy. Don't quit. Get more fit. You heard? Um, Shout out our boy Vic um, as well. Um, The one that's usually behind the scenes and the ones and twos. Um, Always uh, looking out for the boys. Um, And yeah, man. Shout out to you, my boy, Keep It Juan, for, for um, you know, finding some time to still do the podcast with me. Um, 
And yeah, man, you know, rest in peace to Breonna Taylor, uh, rest in peace, George Floyd, Ahmaud Arbery, um, Elijah Kane, um, all those people that's been, you know, and the on the wrong side of injustice. So let's uh let's arrest those bastards that uh, murdered Breonna Taylor because that's what it was. It was a murder. Um, make sure we get justice there, and we won't stop until we heard. So, aside that, you guys enjoy the rest of your day, weekend, and we'll see you guys on the next one. That's a wrap. Deuces. Later.